on the block on demand. Without Jerry McNamara, we would have won 10 games this year. Okay? Not 10. Two seconds and one. It's 10 wins in a row for the Crunch. It's the biggest upset in the Carrier Dome in more than 30 years as the Orange hold off the defending national champions. They beat Clemson. The Bills make me wanna shout. McCoy in the backfield, takes the handoff, runs up the middle, breaks a tackle. He's inside the 10, cuts to the left, into the end zone. Buffalo wins. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Somebody in Vegas told them they were going to win by 20. They look at the positive side of things once in a while instead of the negative all the time. This is On the Block with Brent Axe. Ah! See! today at the Onondaga County War Memorial, ladies and gentlemen, because it's time to go get it. We've got playoff hockey in town once again. I like this. This is like a nice, familiar feeling this time of the year. I come up here. I borrow the radio booth previously from the great Dan Duva, who is busy watching the Vegas Golden Knights perhaps make a historical run to a Stanley Cup as an expansion team. Now from the great Lucas Favalli, we are here at Center Ice getting ready for the crunch. And the Amherst, the renewal of a rivalry in the postseason, the first time that the Crunch and the Amherst will meet in the postseason since 2004, and what a postseason series. That was one of the great postseason series I've ever seen, certainly one of the best game sevens I have ever seen in this building or any other building, and that did not go the way of the Crunch, so hopefully this series will go the way of the Crunch. A five-game series to start off with. The Crunch are home tonight. The Crunch are home tomorrow night as they begin a five-game series. Hopefully it doesn't require that many games, but a best of five against the Rochester Americans. What's happening, everybody? Thanks for uh, hopping on with us here on a Friday on ESPN Radio Syracuse. And, yeah, we're at the War Memorial getting ready for Crunch Hockey, but plenty to talk about here today. If you're listening on the radio, we appreciate that. If you listen on the ESPN app, that is a great way to stay in touch with the program. Just download the app. And you find the Listen tab on the app, and then you follow along wherever you go. Take us with you wherever you go. It is a beautiful thing, ladies and gentlemen. Or uh, you can listen on ESPNSyracuse.com. The numbers to get in touch with us today, 437-7644. You can always hit me on Twitter, Brent Axe Media, Brent Axe Media on Twitter. Or you can uh, use the On the Block text line to get in touch at 288 288- Zero six four four. So lots of hockey to discuss today, but certainly Tyus watch on our minds today. And we got kind of an answer today from Tyus Battle, certainly more of a definitive answer from Tyus Battle than we had, say, yesterday, but still undecided in a way. Tyus Battle has entered his name into the 2018 NBA draft. However, Let's do that again. Let's do a Stephen A. Smith. However, he has not hired an agent. So that means, provided that he does not hire an agent, that he can return to Syracuse if he goes through the process and, let's say, just doesn't trust the process and wants to come back here by not hiring an agent. 
he is still eligible to return to Syracuse next year if he wants. So certainly something that we will discuss here today. We're going to have a couple of guests up in the booth with us from the War Memorial. Carl Gehring, who played in that 2004 Syracuse Crunch Rochester American Series that I brought up a moment ago in this building. Now the goaltending coach for the Syracuse Crunch. He'll join us up here in the booth. Jim Sorosi, our buddy from the Syracuse Crunch. Uh, Syracuse Crunch GM Julian Breezebois. Perhaps we'll drop by as well. We talked to Lucas Favalli yesterday, Howard Dolgan earlier this week, Reed McNeil, Syracuse Crunch defenseman. Those interviews are up at ESPNSyracuse.com in the audio vault if you want to check those out. Plenty of Crunch hockey, plenty to preview today. But uh, with Tyus Battle, uh, certainly on our minds, we'll get to that. We'll do some hot takes and a few other things as we bring you this program live from the War Memorial. And don't forget, of course, that you can hear the entire Crunch Amherst series and as far as the crunch make it through the postseason and last year it was all the way to the Calder Cup finals right here on ESPN Radio Syracuse all right yeah so Tyus uh, Battle gave us a little bit more of a definitive answer today in that he's going to put his name in the draft and I think this is the smartest play that Tyus Battle can make you know every case is different while this is a familiar conversation that we have this time of the year every case is different you know, Tyus, or pardon me, Tyler Lydon, a year ago, we had heard throughout the process, throughout the year, every time the conversation came up, every time somebody discussed the NBA draft, he was somewhere in that 18 to 30 range. He was given first-round promises. He was given first-round assurances. The workouts, the NBA pre-draft camp in Chicago, every step along the way, he checked the boxes that he needed to check. Now, the jury is certainly still out on Tyler Lydon as an NBA prospect because he was in the G League for a lot of last year. He was hurt for a lot of this past season as well, but was a first-round pick, got that first-round money, and has the opportunity as an NBA player. Some players surged up the charts late in the season. You go back to 2016, and Malachi Richardson, who was always kind of, sort of, on the NBA draft radar screen, has that amazing NCAA tournament, particularly against Virginia, wows people in the workouts, and to go in the NBA, I mean, you could be an all-around talent that, you know, is just somebody you have to take just based on that. Or you can really specialize in something. What is it about you that really makes you stand out? With Tyler Lydon, it was he was a prototype stretch four, and, and scouts and GMs looked at him and said, I can work with this. I can make this player. He translates to the next level in this position. With Malachi Richardson a year before that, he was a great shooter and could score. And you need that score. You need that shooter to come off the bench. You know, you go back to 2015, Chris McCullough was a surprise to a lot of people. He played for like five minutes here. He got hurt, missed most of that season, but was such an intriguing prospect, had so much to use this NBA draft buzzword, so much upside that, you know, he was taken in that draft and is still a professional as we speak, going back and forth between the NBA and the G League, but still in the league. Tyler Ennis has played for every team in the NBA except I think about five at this point, but he's still in the league. Went in the first round. And see, Tyler Ennis and Tyus Battle, to me, here's where you can kind of connect the dots a little bit. Sometimes it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with everything around you and what kind of draft you're going into. And the kind of draft that Tyus Battle is going into is a deeper draft. It's not the deepest draft. It's not, you know, the greatest draft of all time. It's not the worst draft of all time, but it's deep enough that Tyus Battle. Now, Jonathan Gavoni, who, by the way, broke this story today, 
that Tyus was entering the draft, and our Donna DeToda confirmed it with people close to Tyus, and Donna's got a great piece up at Syracuse.com that you should read and spoke to Gary Battle, Tyus's father, and we'll get into this a little bit because, you know, Gary Battle's a very connected guy in the basketball world, sought and received some very, you know, blunt assessments about Tyus Battle's prospects in the NBA, and that led to the decision we're now talking about, a decision that he will put his name in but will not hire an agent and at this point is the opportunity to kind of pull the ripcord and come back to Syracuse should he choose. So we'll get into that here momentarily, but this draft right now has Tyus as a fringe late first-round pick, but more than likely a second-round pick. Jonathan Gavoni, who broke the story, is now kind of the lead dog out there when it comes to NBA draft analysis because, unfortunately, Chad Ford was let go by ESPN. He was kind of the Mel Kuyper Jr., if you will, of the NBA draft world. Jonathan Gavoni is now who did DraftExpress.com, which was you know kind of the the other great site, if you will. And some people preferred that site and felt it to be more accurate. And, you know, I've told you a number of times on this show, and I will tell you again today, it's all on which NBA mock drafters you put your stock into. What I can't tell you about Jonathan Gavoni is he puts in the work. He talks to general managers. He travels a lot. This is all he does. He goes to international tournaments and all kinds of college tournaments, and he scouts and analyzes and looks at this all year long. This is not just, you know, some guy who wants page views for bleacher reports, so he puts out a mock draft every week. This is somebody who puts in the work. And Gavoni's got battle as the 29th pick. Now, that's right now. That's before the camps. That's before the pre-draft camp in Chicago. That's before all the individual workouts. Now, as some of you would come to expect at this point, I heard from some of you on Twitter about this, and yes, I, I did, in fact, check in with the scout who knows on this decision now that it's official that he's going to at least try his hand at the NBA draft. And remember, if you don't like what you hear and if you don't hire an agent, you can pull out of the NBA draft by a certain date and be eligible to return to school. And Tyus will have plenty of more time to do that he's bought himself some time he's bought himself a little more analyzation and look here's the thing it's it's just this simple okay it takes one team to fall in love with you it takes one team to say we will take you it takes one team to say we like you if you are in this position we are drafting here we will take you now i checked in with the scout who knows today on this and the scout who knows said that he is at this point not even on his team's board, first or second round. He also told me that he will, he will Tyus in this case, have to have a real impactful showing at the pre-draft camp in Chicago to work his way even into a conversation to get drafted, let alone as a first-rounder. He's told me a number of times scouts and, and a lot of NBA people look at him as you know, a, a player that can score. They like his athleticism. They like his upside and his potential in a lot of ways, but has a real hitch in his shot. They're worried about his handle because he showed at a number of times during you know, tournament play and throughout the season that he can't go to his left and struggles there. So there's just enough on the negative side right now that Tyus has to kind of iron out or at least convince people he can translate to the next level and work on as a full-time professional player in order to get selected. Uh, The scout who knows told me that he made a wise move not hiring an agent and that he emphasized a couple times to me how weak next year's draft is. 
So he would be better off. You know, and look, the, the risk of coming back, of course, is do you get hurt? Do people, you know, overanalyze you? Start looking for your flaws more. Sometimes it's better to go out there with a little doubt and a team's got to take you and kind of work with you based on that upside. It's, it's, it's sad but true. It's like the more they know about you, the more it hurts you. You know, Grayson Allen is now a guy to use. And every player's different. You can't, you know, compare apples to oranges here in a way. But you know, Grayson Allen, had he left two years ago, would have been a lottery pick. Grayson Allen stays. Grayson Allen does the quote-unquote right thing and goes to Final Fours and leads Duke far and, you know, is as successful a player as Duke has ever had. And Grayson Allen's barely hanging on as a first-round pick right now. It's sad but true. The longer you stay sometimes, the more they pick you apart and look for your flaws. So battle, at least according to one opinion, and the scout who knows is a guy who has not steered me wrong a lot. He's been pretty accurate when assessing the Syracuse players because he watches a lot of these Syracuse players, and he's assigned to this region of the country and, and sees a lot of Syracuse basketball. So for what it's worth, that's what the scout who knows says. But as he would be the first to acknowledge, all it takes is one team in one situation in that first round to like you. So that is the goal now. That is the process put in fourth of Ty's battle, and that is to make one team commit to you and feel good enough about that commitment that you will keep your name in the NBA draft. We're going to talk with Syracuse Crunch goaltending coach and former goaltender Carl Gehring here in just a moment as we are live at center ice here from the War Memorial. Crunch and the Amherst getting ready for Game one of their Calder Cup playoff series coming up here shortly. Only hit the phones a little bit, though. We'll certainly go back and forth between some hockey talk today and Ty's battle. Uh, Jake in Syracuse, as a matter of fact, wanted to discuss this at 437-7644. Jake, what's happening, man? Hi, Brent. Hey, here's what's happening. The sun just came out. Oh, oh. breaking news. Oh, what is this What uh, is this sun you speak of? And make sure we're saying the right thing. That Ty's battle is not technically entered the NBA draft. He's going to work out for some teams. He's going to the combine. He has the option to enter the draft or come back to school. So I'm just trying to keep hope alive and say go Yankees. Thanks. All, all semantics, my friend. All semantics. There you go. Go Yankees. How about those Red Sox, Jakey? 16-2, and two, one of the best modern-era starts in the history of baseball because it's all uh, – what, what they've told me is it's all about what you do in, in April in baseball. This is what I've been told. I don't know. That might be wrong. I don't know. We shall see. Let's take a break on that note. We'll come back, and we are going to drop the puck with a guy who played in this building, played in one of the great hockey series I've ever seen in this building or any other building, and is now a coaching with the Syracuse Crunch. Let's bring in Butchie, Carl Gehring. He's next on the block. ESPN Radio's we're live from the War Memorial. Back after this. Thank you. Bye-bye.